Hey, everybody, the Vintage Strength Games are coming to Clayton, North Carolina on June 2nd to the 4th. June 2nd to the 4th. Go to VintageStrengthGames.com for more information and to sign up. Also, make sure you go on Facebook and you join the Vintage Strength Games Facebook group. I don't I I'm just yeah. I'm at the part where I can understand that the TV's on in the other room, but I'm focused on something else. Yeah. And that's very yeah. much kind of like what a flow state can be. As far as music is concerned, um I'm playing a lot of music these days. Yeah. And I don't post it. Um because well, it, 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 this this goes back to uh something like like what what we were talking about earlier of of like, you know, it if you had your way, how how would it be? And I said like, I would I would live a more monastic life and I would spend more time with myself and 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 exercising my consciousness and 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 the pursuit of truth, knowledge, and wisdom. And a lot of that goes into playing music. Mm -hmm. I um, bet, yeah, playing. I will always be a musician being a musician i was a musician far before i was a steel mace flow coach yeah um so the way that i approached music before was i was trying to be like a rock star like a professional musician like i wanted that to be my day job and like that's what i get paid to do and yada 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 and you know i never made dime one off playing music i put more money into playing music than i made from playing music any working class musician can relate to this you end up putting more money into it than you make you do it out of love because it's something that just you just need to do it yeah and it sounds a lot like the steel mace nation podcast right you just <laughs> I, love I, to do it yeah i totally get what because you're saying of the experiences yeah. that you have from it right and the experiences that you have from it is the gold. It's not what you get from it. Yeah. It's what you live during it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I've told you that, like, I, I've been to, th I don't even know how many shows I've played over the years. I don't know how many I've been to. I don't know how many I've traveled with other bands, not even in their band, just, just being with them, uh, at their show or traveling to some long distance or show or being in their, 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 their van going to the show with them and maybe like selling their merch from, I've been involved in music and I know what the music industry is like. Um, it is a tough, tough, tough one to, to navigate. Um, but I don't have the same kind of desire that I once had to like be that, like that that professional recognized that guy's a professional musician that's what he does as his job i don't have that anymore if that were to happen and because i don't i'm not taking any possibility away from my life mm -hmm. i'm just not i'm not defining it in any way shape or form i'm on a certain path i've already stated that whatever comes on that path comes on that path yeah but that is my path mm -hmm. that is my immutable I will not move from that path because that is what is real to me. Anything outside of that that is tears me away from that, I will not do. And just to reiterate, it's the path to of wisdom and truth. Yeah. But you have this, to understand. So it's almost monastic, except for the fact that you're 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 hanging out, you know, doing your thing and socializing and everything. But well, I have, how many people are really walking around with that as their ultimate goal when you know, like you just said, somebody wants to be a rock star, they wanna, you know, they wanna they have these other dreams. It's so that's really cool that you have that locked in. Yeah, but the thing like i i chased music so hard yeah really hard and looking back i could have chased it even harder i really could have are you saying it was like chasing a butterfly i mean it 
I have a lot of friends that have, you know, done the touring thing and all that stuff. And, um, it's hard being in a working band. It really is. It is not an easy gig, like at all. And people are like, people have such a different idea of what it is to be a musician. It's one of the hardest jobs. Especially when you're starting out too. Like yeah, when you're a big band and you could pay people to do things for you. Even then. You guys. Even then. Okay. Even then, man. I'm telling you, it is not an easy gig any which way, shape or form. And being who I am now and how I live my life, um, if like that kind of like, like stardom were to happen, it would be very difficult to, to, to balance like how I live my life and what I do. Now. Right. Um, but I would make it work because I would come back to the golden, land, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And, and I always wondered about these one hit wonder bands throughout the decades and centuries or whatever. But, um, I always said, I wonder if they got the hit. And then they just couldn't handle the other part of the industry, though the, the how difficult it was, and they just they were they just lost their enthusiasm you or something. No, just for a band to stay together, just four or five personalities. There, it's it is such an intricate process, and I could we could have a whole nother podcast on just discussing those three things you just bought up. We should. Well, right? Let's do it. But um, to cap this one off, yeah, uh, I'm actively playing in two bands. Right. Which uh, are, do you want to say their names or? I practice with one tonight. Um, the name of that band is called God Given Blades. God Given Blades. Yes. Wow. What kind of blades are we talking about? Blades like swords? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But um, so the way that I think of it is like a blade is to cut primarily yeah to cut through so my blade is to cut through to the truth yeah 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 essentially that's what that's what the expression of the melodies and rhythms that i am playing Mm. when i write this music i it is my journey of cutting through to knowledge so that's what that 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 band is and what style of music are we talking about? It's the heaviest band I've ever been in. Oh, good. I love heavy. So you'd love it. Yeah. Um, I caught that quick clip you put out. So I'm playing a seven string. Oh. Okay. I'm not playing a six string. I'm playing a seven string. So you got a lower string. Yeah. I have a seven string. Yeah. So but, it's getting deep. But here's here's the kicker. Because I'm always pushing myself into brand new territory um, as much as I possibly can. Um, that's seven- Go to sleepymonkeytrainingacademy.com to turn your pain into power. Seven string isn't in standard tuning. It is tuned to drop C. Oh, shit. (laughs) When you tune a seven string to drop C, do you know what the seven string has to be tuned to to make sense? I don't. It's an F. So it's very much like a baritone Mm. guitar, essentially. Um, If you take a seven string, the seven string on a normal standard tune seven string is B. B, yes. Right. If you tune the the G string, you can drop the G string to, I think, a half step. I'd have to do it, but... You can drop the G string and all of a sudden your guitar, your seven string guitar is now in standard tuning very much like a six string guitar. So all of the chords that you would play on a six string, you just drop them down. Okay. And now your, your, your set, your seven string guitar is a baritone guitar. So you're saying uh, a, a typical power chord would look the same anywhere on the fretboard. Can. Can. Um, so my seventh string, it's my seventh string is tuned to F. My, and then every string there up is uh, drop C. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So right. you know how you tune a guitar down to drop D? Yeah. Okay. Now drop that another, another whole step. Yeah. So your E string, which would be on a sixth string guitar, your low E, your lowest string, you would C. drop that down to C. Yeah. Then and then leave the other strings... 
the same. No, no. Okay. All of your strings above that. Everything has dropped down, down too. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, well, because isn't drop D when you only touch the E string and you leave the rest? Yes. Yeah. Because it's still all of the other strings will will ring in standard tune. Yeah. You're just dropping your your low string to hit that like super like beefy power chord. Yeah. Right. right. So on the seventh string, I. I looked. I didn't find anybody online that had this tuning because I wouldn't know if it, it would work. Yeah. Because I was using it in I, I desert hand. Okay, let me back up. Desert hands played in drop B. Okay. I had a six string guitar that I made out of spare parts from other guitars, except for the neck. I bought that, and I tuned that guitar to drop B. So drop B is actually C sharp standard tuning so if you were to take a six string guitar and tune it to c standard or uh, c sharp standard your your six string would be c sharp if you drop that to b then your guitar is in drop b okay so i was playing desert hands in drop b so then i bought this seven string guitar for like a buck 50 it was like dirt cheap and because i i wanted to try something i wanted to see if i could like make if i could turn that 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 seven string into like an even beefier power chord in drop b so i was like looking around like trying to figure out like what what how would i tune it like what would that that what would that lower note be depending on like what you do, like you can even six string guitars like you could drop like your six string you could drop that that six string to a and then you'd have an A, A, D, you know, like, so, yeah. so there's so many things you could do. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to do this. I bought it. I ripped the paint off of it, put new pickups in it, repainted it, this super trippy finish. And you actually, um, uh, besides doing your own guitars, you take in people's guitars and fix them up, right? You have a service that you do? I, for friends. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I used to advertise. I used to like put it on Craigslist and stuff, and yeah. like, but I got, I got some, some just really annoying guitar players okay so That's you like, are not offering a service no, then okay no. i'll do it for people i know yeah. that i'm cool with yeah. sure and it, I, it's a very like discounted rate too yeah. it's very it's way cheaper than than you i might have one for you right at, there uh, look that yeah. ibanez oh super easy blue rose ibanez yeah I got that. um so in desert hands i was in that drop b tuning and i got the seven string and i i put that uh so I figured, okay, my next string up is an F sharp. So my A string was tuned to an F sharp. So I was like, okay, so if I tune the seventh string to an, to an F sharp, then that means that, because I was thinking in terms of the bass player as well. I was like, well, so if, I, if, if, if I'm playing that, F, if my seventh string is an F sharp and I hit that, that would just be the A string for the bass player. So basically, uh, we only had one song before our band, like before that band kind of like disbanded. Uh, that I that I wrote with that guitar. It was really cool. Um, and it worked. And, you know, I, I didn't really get to, like, do anything else with that guitar. So when I was, uh, when I, when I, when, when I joined this new band, uh, the, these three guys that I, that I've known since I was a teenager, that I was in a practice space with, like, two different practice spaces with, like, when I, in my 20s, um though the singer contacted me out of the blue and it's just like hey man we're like looking for a guitar player we're looking to like write some music da, 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 da. and i was like wow it's been like forever since i've heard from you guys and or since i've heard from any of you so i was like yeah i was like i'm into it like we, we, we'll try it out so we had like one or two practices and you know it was just it was pretty much that they were just like looking at me like you you kind of you're kind of gonna be like the writer so I'm like, oh, no problem. Like, that's what I do, you know? So, you know, I started writing and we, I started writing some music and we, we wrote a song and we wrote another song. And while I would like, since we were tuned to drop C, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I wonder if I can make the seven string tuning work in this band. So basically like I took out the seven string and Drop C is half step up from um, drop B. So um, basically, or it's a whole step up. So I basically tune the guitar up 
And then as I went through the tuning, I noticed the G string was an F. So I remembered if you tune a regular seven string in standard tuning, if you tune that that G string down to down to B, well then you have you basically have like a, that baritone guitar. So I was like, if I tune that string, that seventh string down to F, well, I can actually make that seventh string. I can I can do like super crazy, like chunky power chords. Right with that string with 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 the uh, the sixth string as well and i can make a chord with the fifth and fourth string and actually you can do like a crazy like chunky like chunky power chords with it not to mention your low string is a is an f i don't know if you've ever played a, a low f but it's just like it's like a guttural like punch of a low note so i was like I the first song was pretty much uh I couldn't take it out of um out of drop C because that was like the that, that song's just in, in drop C or in C I should say. And the second song uh was in C, but it kind of drifted into F at certain points. So I I was like, oh wait, this I, I can use this guitar for the second song. So I started using it on the second song and it, I, I actually ended up rewriting part of the song because now I had that seventh string and that opened up a world of possibility. And uh, then I wrote a third song and um, I was, um, I actually, I play the first song on the seventh string, but I just don't use the seventh string. So now I'm playing the seventh string in that band that's like super heavy, super fun. And the band also, I'm the only guitar player. There's five people in the band. Okay. There's a bass player. Yeah. Plays a four string. Another guy plays a six string Squire bass. You ever see them? Yes. It's like a baritone guitar. Yes, essentially. right. Yeah. Singer, drummer. So we have a guitar, bass, baritone bass. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sounds really interesting. Wow. It's very different. Yeah. Um. And that was on like that was that was kind of like my my decision to do that because um, it you know it was just like I don't if I if if there's just another guitar player in this band we're a basic five piece metal band right like, I don't right. I'm I'm not about doing that I want to do something totally uncharted territory kind of thing I I knew another band that had two bass players in it when I was a lot younger their name was Ploy. And the, the one bass player actually tried out for the uh, one band that I was in, but we didn't really click too well. But this band was called Ploy, and they had one guitar player. He played one of those Parker guitars. Remember them? Oh yeah, he played a Parker. And the other, then the the one bass player played a uh, a five string bass, and I think the other bass player played a four string bass. Um, drummer and screamer type dude. But they were interesting because they had two, two bass players. So it was like, as soon as that band stepped on stage, it was like, wait, there's two bass players. But I got, I, yeah, I, how are they going to make this work? I have yeah. to see what's going to happen here. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to try and do something because the music that I write is not, was not like their music that they're writing. Um, so I was like, I, I, I kind of want to see if this will, if I can make this work. So that's that band. Okay. The other band that I play in. Get yourself some sandbags or some weight vests or some cool fitness apparel at freedomstrength.us. Go to freedomstrength.us. When you make your purchase, use the discount code SMN10 to receive your discount. Is uh, one part witch fist. One part desert hands, one part Val de Val. So the three last bands, the th the last three bands that I was in, there's someone from each of those bands in this new band. Okay, I never, I don't think I ever heard you mention Val de Val. Okay, so so I know Desert Hands, I and I thought that was great. Witch Fist is cool, and you, thanks for the shirts, by the way. I'm going to be wearing them. Um, so I, now you're telling me there's Val de Val. And so, but you you did this. Now it's like um, a super band. It's like when you got them all together into to one. Now, very interesting. Yeah, it's because. And he, what are you what are you gonna call yourself? Uh, that doesn't have a name yet. We only have like two songs written. Those who have no name. But uh, <laughs> you know, and like it, it hasn't even been established that there might there 
uh, we may seek out another singer mm-hmm. for that band. We don't even know yet. But the the point is to reel it all back in. I'm just having fun. Yeah. With the experience of creating music with my friends with no expectation behind it. Right. The only expectation that I have is to make the best music that I possibly can with these people, right. with my friends. That's but it. You never now, when you write songs, I, I'm assuming that you, since you're not, since you're just doing it for the sake of doing it, the practice, you're not really taking it into calculation. Well, maybe people won't like this or maybe I people will care. like it. Right. Nothing. Right. That's not, that doesn't So exist. it's more authentic. It's, it's, it's almost selfish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, you know, but, but selfish, not in like, a, not in a petty way. Yeah. It's more selfish in like, I didn't write this for you. Right. Right. This, I wrote this for me yeah. and us to, 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 for us to push our boundaries as musicians within ourselves. Yeah. That's and it. just the pure pleasure of doing it. The pure pleasure of making music yeah. expectation free with your friends. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've, I've seen you playing and you're an excellent guitar player. That's why I'm excited about hearing what you're going to have coming out and everything. Now me, you know, I jam out on the bass a little bit. I follow along with some apps so I could play along with actual real songs. I'm not, I, I sometimes make stuff up. I'll make up like a riff and, and it is an awesome creative process. Yeah. If I had more talent and skill like you, I would be going butt nutty. I, we wouldn't even be doing this podcast right now. I'd be like, Jamie, man, let's write some songs, you know, but I get it. I get what you got going on and I applaud you. Um, and I love your mindset on this. This is frigging great. Now with the God's, let's say it again, God's blades, God given blade. I'm sorry. I got it wrong. God's given blade. Um, are you going to be releasing um, an album like you'd have with Desert Hands and Witch Fist or? Yeah, you... that's the goal. Okay. The goal. For... When? Definitely. Both, both projects, both bands are definitely, it, they're, they're definitely going to be more writing projects and situations. What, what when do you think uh, people could start listening? We don't have anything recorded yet. Okay. Um, what, and now with the lyrics, songwriting. Are you writing the lyrics or no? I've never been. I've never been somebody that writes lyrics. Or I can't sing. I can't scream. Yeah. I, I, the reason I picked up a guitar was so I wouldn't yeah. have to talk. Right. Right. At the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I. I wanted. I just picked up a guitar because I just didn't really want to speak. Like, yeah. You know, we've been talking for God knows how long right now. But when you get to know me in person, I'm very quiet. Mm-hmm. I listen. Yeah. I take people. Yeah, you're, you're a good listener. I, I take people in. Yeah. I take the room in i take yeah. feelings i take the entire vibration of what's happening into me like a fine glass of wine you... and then yeah because that's the experience yeah. that i'm having yeah you know and i try and i try and like really put myself into it yeah. into into listening to what somebody else has to say how they feel everything like that but you know i have a microphone in front of me <laughs> well you gotta say something now yeah. <laughs> but um you know, the fact that you play bass in your basement and everything, there like there's not that's what you should be doing. Yeah. I would implore anyone to pick up a guitar and learn how to play guitar because of what it does for your brain. Yes. Right. I th- I think that the reason why um I have all these like weird talents <laughs> that Make me poor. <laughs> I think the reason I have all these weird talents and things I can do yeah. is because of playing guitar and writing music. Because it's not something that you can like. You, it's not you can't like put blocks on top of each other. It's like you have to like mentally structure things, right. and um, you have to make it come to life through your hands. Yeah, in yeah. real time in rhythmic ways yes right it's amazing it's different than if you're building something like you're building a house because i've done that i've built i've i've done uh i i worked for a a company that we basically rebuilt we bought house they bought houses and we would like tear them apart and rebuild them it's a very different thing to craft something 
out of like rhythm. Like you're not like keeping up with anybody. You're not synced up with anybody. It's different when you're. Go to adxclub.com to purchase a steel mace or a steel club that's adjustable made right here in the United States. You're synced up with other people doing the thing at the same time, very much like a dance routine. Yeah. Um, but again, you, it's like melody is not a physical thing, but you, my mind thinks about it in a weird physical. I don't have words to describe the way that I uh, visualize melody in songs. This is so interesting because because it's a it, we're talking about your creativeness right now, right? Yeah. And 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 you, earlier you were talking about your mechanicalness or whatever word. And, you know, being mechanical is very, like, linear, and being creative is, is uh, what's the word, um, the opposite of linear, I will go with. Um, it, you are, you are a walking contradiction. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, so, you know, like, when you think about being creative, you're only as creative as the tools that you have available to you. That's it. That's what you're limited to. If you have a pack of eight crayons mm -hmm. and a piece of paper, yeah, you're limited to what you're capable of doing with that piece of paper and those eight crayons, right? But you can also use the box of crayons to draw straight edges and draw shapes yes. and draw curvature. See what I mean? Like, right. It's just like – it's how you think about what you have available to yeah. you. Right. Yes. You know? And like – use it you, you take like ring out every like someone I, I i i listen to a lot has a very has a very famous or not like he has a thing that's re repetitively says it's just like you want to ring every ounce of knowledge that you possibly can out of something yeah and i i that resonates with me so much because it's like sure i have all these guitar pedals and stuff that do different things and, do, and they're tools but if it was like, oh, I can only plug my guitar into my amp right now, and I can't use any of these pedals, well, then it's just me, the guitar, and the amp, and then I – what do I have? Oh, I got the volume knob. I have the tone knob. Mm. I have uh, the pickups and like – How you tune it. I, how do I tune it? You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like you're always like re – how do I dial in my amp? Yeah. There's always different ways to like take things away. And figure out how to do something different with a minimal amount of what you have and then put stuff on top of that. So, you know, it. I have that – I kind of have that point of view um, like mentally and etherically with, with you know, how I think about things, um, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that, that, that comes out in the creative process. It's just like, well, what do you have available to you that you know? And then, you know – Sometimes it can be like overbearing of like, maybe you have too much on the table of what to do and you can't make a decision on what to do. Well, then you start, start taking shit away. Yeah. Make it less complicated. Keep yeah. it simple, stupid. Yeah. And then you, then you just add, you know, what's necessary on top of that to accentuate it. Yeah. And nothing more. Cause then it just gets gaudy. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? right. And having the, uh, the discipline to be able to do that. Again, right. and, and yeah. just to totally. just to know, like, hey, that I think that's enough. We'll we'll keep it right here. We don't right. need to go into that level and just destroy ourselves now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that, that's that that's any that's any any uh, artistic sense mm -hmm. that comes into drawing, painting, music, whatever it is. Fucking building a car, you know, you can build a gaudy ass car. Yeah, or you know, whatever it is. So. You know, it's, I don't know, I, this, this, I go back to, I always go back to like, I'm a musician before I'm anything because that's how my brain works. Yeah. Right. I've never, right. I've, when I was a kid, I would draw a lot. Yeah. That was like my first like creative thing was drawing. And I wasn't even a good, I didn't draw well. It was just getting into the headspace, yeah. creating something, just, yeah. just the act of creating. Yeah is good enough for you yeah yeah it's it, like i said when i when i play i could sit there literally all day 
playing like one song I'll play 20 times in a row just to get better at it. But yeah. I am enjoying it. Like, wow, I am enjoying it like way too much. It gets right. scary sometimes. Like, I kind of, you know, like I got to go food shopping. <laughs> you know, I got to go pick up my daughter from school. What am I doing? But I, I think about it. I go, wow, I really enjoy that. That's one thing in life I really freaking enjoy. Yeah, you should. It feels so good. And I don't care if I make mistakes and I'm not trying to, I no, I, let me, before I say the wrong thing, I am secretly trying to get up on stage. You should. Why not? Yeah. Like I, I have a goal by the time I retire from the fire department that I'm good enough to either be in some Jersey shore cover band yeah. playing like at the light and easy, you know, twilight hours at the old old people's place or somewhere I can play nice and slow or even play for the church or something like that. Totally. And I, if I could get to that point, I will be extremely happy. That is a very, very easy thing to reach. Yeah. It really is. Like, you got to practice. Learn some songs. Yeah, you just got to practice. Yeah. Learn songs. But like, like just going back to the just the process and experience of doing what you're doing in your basement is the thing that will keep your brain healthy. Yeah, I, I would say definitely. Yeah. Have you ever seen like my, my grandmother, my, on my, my mother's side, she passed away of Alzheimer's and that was like a, like a seven or eight year decline. It was very slow. And Alzheimer's is a terrible, terrible, terrible disease. But even like a few, you know, a few years in when she wasn't, she just wasn't all there. She could still remember the song. Like she was, she, she performed uh, with, she performed on it, like on a stage. She was a singer on a stage when she was younger. Um, she was a performer, but not, not like any sort of professional or anything. It was more like, you know, in that culture and, and, and that like part. local kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Local there, level. There's another part of, there's another, like my great aunt was like, another singer but she was actually the better singer and yeah. like all this stuff so it was like the local entertainment it was it nobody was, had tvs really right and yeah. and they were italian songs right from yeah italy right. so she could remember all of that stuff isn't that something that stuff never left her that's crazy man and like i and i remember seeing like a a, a video like so long ago um somebody that was like working in uh, some retirement home or whatever. And somebody that had Alzheimer's basically like um, that, that person just was not there at all. But the minute that they put headphones on and they put music on that person who was just not there, like catatonic came to life and started singing with the song because she knew the song. That's crazy. The implications of that, yeah, are like, whoa, yeah, like okay, the you know, parts of your brain. Basically, what's happening is like parts of your brain are starting to unplug and degrade, right? But that person can remember rhythm and melody, R remember the lyrics and the lyrics, right? You know what I mean? So it's like it. it that, that to me just just let me know that like. There's something more to music that yeah. maybe we just haven't tapped into yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's something more to melody, tone, and rhythm. And the vibration. And vibration yeah. that maybe we just haven't quite tapped into yet. Or maybe somebody did tap into it and it was forgotten. Yeah, that's possible. Or covered. Yeah. You know, like there's right. like, again, we're, we're jumping down the rabbit hole here. Yeah. But right. I truly do think that. Um, there's more to music than uh, what we think. And it's a shame because now music is so accessible to us that the way that we take in music is far different than how we've yeah. experienced music in any time in history. Right. It's not until the last hundred years or so that we were actually able to experience music in a recorded way. Before that, you've experienced live music. Yeah. And what does music do? Music brings people together. Yeah, right. Music brings people together as one thing. That's why concerts are so popular. Right. It still does. Yeah. And I mean, you really got to be want you really want to be around people if you go to a big show. I mean, you because and, and there's people that are like, I don't want to go to a big show. They don't want to be around people. That's why. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. 
but they would go see that band uh, in a small venue or something, right? Totally. So it, it all depends. But the overwhelming majority of people, when you see, you know, 18,000 fans showing up here or, you know, you're you're even a local band and the place is packed and you're like, whoa, the fire department's going to shut us down. You, it's like those people want to be there. They want to be in each other's armpits. Yeah, no, they, they do. <laughs> they do. And there, you know, there is, like I said, there is something to people getting together to experience rhythm and vibration and melody and frequency. Yeah. And kind of pulse all together. There is, there is, there's something to it. Groove going on. There's like, there's, there can be, there can be something healing about it. There can be something super detrimental about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched the, the Woodstock 99 documentary. No. um, That was the one where everything lit on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Watch that documentary and you'll see, like how crazy stuff got there yeah. um how it's it's funny because you like you you see that like limp biscuit like fred durst really threw the crowd into a frenzy and yeah. like got them all sorts of worked up yeah because of the conditions of yeah. of the promote like the 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 entire event the promoters completely fucked everybody essentially yeah. like it was i understand like why things happened like it was like the fire remember the fire festival the thing that was like a few years back when like people went to like some remote island for like oh, remember yeah. that yeah the, and there was nothing there yeah. and they were getting like cheese sandwiches yes. yeah yeah uh, that guy um uh what's his name there's a whole documentary about right. it yeah. yeah it was like that yeah just not quite as bad because okay. the performers were everything was there the yeah. performers were there the amenities were there but they didn't plan properly for for the bands, they just didn't plan it properly. So there was like a three-hour window before the next there, band like hit the, the stage. The, and... Like the plumbing was fucked up. Oh, okay, and like the food was super. Like you couldn't bring any food or water in. So the yep. fruit, the food and water, like a like a bottle of water was like nine dollars. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, we started seeing like that yeah. corporate greed. Yeah, at, back, well, back then, I went to the to the mud stock that was nineteen ninety two. Yeah. So that was all mud. But uh, they said, don't bring any drinks with you. You know, don't bring any drugs with you. There are going to be cops. We They took us up in a bus. And when I got off the school bus, the fence was knocked down. And I, the first thing I see is a guy wheeling a keg in yeah. on a hand truck. And I was like, oh, man, you know what? I, I had like a bottle of peach schnapps down my in my balls because I was scared. Right. So next thing I know, I'm buying a six-pack of Bush cans warm for $18. Yeah. And then we went and we heard there was a liquor store. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll leave because this band sucks anyway. We'll leave and we'll head down to the liquor store. We waited in line for an hour and we were maybe 12 people away. The guy comes out the door and says, we're sold out. Yeah. Not a drop left. And we had to go back. Yeah. So – so, I mean, you know, similar kind of situation. Yeah. Not as bad, but yeah. Yeah. But it's like that, that whole, that whole thing, that whole documentary, it shows you like how primal people got. Yes. In no time. And how music turned them even yeah. more violent. Yeah. Was, um, was the music's frequency at the, at the devil frequency or the angelic frequency? You know, I don't, so <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I can't weigh in on that too much because like, and I think I told you this, like that whole, that, that the witch fist albums, mm -hmm. both of them, our guitars are tuned to 432 Hertz versus 440 Hertz. Right. 440 would be the God frequency no, right 432 oh, oh 432 okay yeah. all right so, so you were tuned to the to the god frequency i don't really call it the god frequency what do they call it they they say they say like it's, there's even a conspiracy out there that i know I've, the, power, the rulers of the world i, I know i make all music tuned to 440 right so it resonates negatively with people or I, something. so i i satanic or something like that Again, I'm a researcher. Yeah. And I research until I can't find anything else about something. And I did. I, I dove down that hole as far as I possibly could to 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 find it out everything I possibly could. So what did I do? I chose to put myself in direct experience. And I wrote two albums worth of music with our guitars turned tuned to 432 hertz. Yeah. Uh, we how many shows we played live 
with our guitars turned tuned to 432 hertz how many three four day tours we went on up in the northeast region of the united states playing with you know friends um did we heal the world no <laughs> if i never told you that our guitars were tuned to 432 hertz you would have never known so you didn't see people just spontaneously hugging each other in the no. crowd or anything <laughs> okay no none of that's like not you know like it's only when I tell somebody this that all of a sudden the fact that I told them that, then they're like, oh, well, that's really interesting. And then they listen to it with a different set of ears. Yeah, right. Then they really listen. Yeah. Then you could tell the difference or something. Sometimes. But does that mean – there's like you could go on YouTube and there's actually videos where it's like here it is and this hurts um, of 440 and here's it at 432. And yeah, you could hear the difference. But when I hear it, I go, okay. So what, what, I don't, you know, so it's supposed to be this thing underneath that you're not supposed to be consciously aware of. It's supposed to be hitting on a subconscious or spiritual level, which it's, it's just sound. It's vibrating sound is all it is. It is vibrating sound. It is. But when you look at it in terms of frequency and vibration, when the guitar when anything is tuned to 440 hertz uh you you hear it it's so it's a little bit so 432 hertz to 440 hertz is only eight hertz so the 440 is going to sound a little thinner mm. than the 432 to my ears okay the 432 hertz sounds a little wider. That's about it. Mm. So um, in terms of like when you when when you think about like the devil frequency or this or that, or that well, I don't know if people understand. I don't, I don't know if you know this, but like Paul, Paul McCartney has his instruments uh, at 442 hertz. Okay. Right. Yeah. So it's even higher than 440 hertz. Yeah. What that does is it just makes everything higher pitched, meaning it sounds thinner. Maybe, maybe he did that because when they play on stage, he could hear the music from the band better, so he could play right. Like maybe he has something to just do with uh, with something simple with where he's able to perform the music better at that level. It, well, what it comes down to is, um, I don't, know, I'm, I might use the wrong term for the for for a vocalist, uh, timbre, like. Yeah. Um, and and I've and I've and I and this is like something I saw in like a super long blurb on Reddit or I don't even I don't know if it was Reddit or YouTube about like 440, 432 hertz about like singers, how like when they changed the pitch to 440, singers had to strain more to hit the higher notes at 440 pitch. Uh, so the note like and it, it gets it, it you get when you dive into it, it gets really technical with like overtones and stuff like that. Like when you hear a note at 440 hertz versus 432 hertz, the note and the chords ring differently. Mm -hmm. They really do. Yeah. When you hear like especially like when we get into like you know, I said like you have like your major, your minor, your dominant chords, and then you have like your augmented, your sus, and everything like that. When you get into like the more complex chords and stuff like that, they do sound different at those pitches. Yeah, they the notes just ring different, um, and it's a very subtle thing to hear. Like you can hear it if I didn't if I did, took two acoustic guitars next to each other and and put a mic and there was nothing else going on, you would hear the difference. It's very subtle. But in like a live, okay, you wouldn't notice. You wouldn't yeah. notice it, right? The only yeah. thing that you hear pretty much is that it, like I said, like the four four hundred forty hertz makes the music more like directional, more like a straight kind of like almost like a beam of sound okay. versus a little bit wider like that to my ears, especially when I hear in, in headphones. When you when you um if you plug in like like a core like a micro core or like anything that has like the pitch wheel like yeah yeah well when you go to a lower pitch it's like it's way wider 
when you go to a yes, higher pitch, right. it's like a needle hitting your ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see right, what I mean? Right. Like when you go to get the hearing test, and they, it, it, yeah, and it just hits right there. It's like, like a beam. A, you can like it, a beam. It feels thin. Yeah. It's you characterize it is a thinner frequency. It is yeah. a thinner sound. Yeah. Right. So, and here's where frequency and vibration kind of comes into it. The thinner the sound, the thinner, the higher the frequency, the more intricate the geometric pattern that it's going to form the lower the frequency and the more and the more like uh wider it is um the more the bigger the uh the more the wider the frequency the the geometric shape is going to be you can see it when you when people do like a like a cladney plate like the cymatics plates and stuff like that like you'll see the thinner frequencies when it gets real high you'll see the geometric pattern form like super tight, intricate designs. And when it goes really low, it's like big, like one big circle and like, like edges, like it looks like it's, it's like big circles going out, but the plate isn't big enough to actually I, hold yeah. all of that. I know what you're talking about. There's uh people that they mix, uh, I, I think salt with water and then hit it with vibration and you'll vibration. see it and you see geometric patterns yes. show up yes. and and yes uh when the when the pitch changes it gets higher everything tightens up yes and then yeah that's crazy yeah man. but so what's that doing to your body we have salt inside of us right we have water inside we're, we're made of water right so are those vibrations penetrating us and Maybe not making geometric shapes, but it's got to be doing something if it's if it could do something on the outside like that, right? Sure. But what? Okay. What's it like if you're out on a construction site all day long with heavy machinery going around you? Yeah. Bum, 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 I lived bum. that yeah. for 15 years. Yes. Right. With with track hose, with big huge dump trucks, front end loaders concrete trucks loud ass noises of drills and everything yeah am i insane from that or am i like demonic from that no it's just it's, it's you see what i mean so <laughs> as much as like i will dig into the conspiracy theory holes and everything yeah. i go in it with a very very with like, a grain of salt yeah grain of salt and everything yeah. i'm just there to get to to sift through information yeah. and experience and then test it and then be like Here's what I got from it. Right. You know what I mean? So that whole that whole world of 432 and 440 and stuff like that, I, I don't you don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I never really quite bought it either. I I I, I agree with you a lot on that stuff. It's like you're around all different sounds and vibrations. And very good point out that, you know, construction equipment, that's like the ultimate heavy metal music right there. <laughs> I, I wore earplugs a lot of the time. Yeah, you have to, right? Because, well, my my hearing is so sensitive. Yeah. That like, like when I ride a motorcycle, I ride with earplugs in and people are like, are you nuts? And I'm like, no. Do you know what freaks people out the most? Sound. Yeah. If you watch a movie of like a super violent scene. Yeah. Turn off the sound. Yeah, right. And just watch. Yeah, there's nothing. It is a completely different sensation. Yeah. Then turn the volume on full blast yeah. and shut off the 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 uh the screen. Yeah. And just listen to it. Your mind will form what is happening from those from that battle scene, just like, yeah. oh my god. So like the thing that freaks us out the most is 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 noise, yeah. is sound. Right. Right? Right. Like <laughs> you know, in a, in in like Weatherman, Ron Burgundy, Ron Burgundy was the one guy's like, oh, loud noises, like yeah, it's very true. Like 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 loud noises and things that can startle you will freak you out. So when I'm riding a motorcycle and and I'm and if I'm going like fast down the highway, well, if I put earplugs in, that takes out that whole wind noise that's going through my which helmet, is super loud, yeah. Which is really loud, yeah, and also it makes you feel like you're going out of control. Actually, it can put you in it. It can it can bring up your anxiety, yeah, bring up your anxiety level a little bit because it's just like I'm going so fast right now. But like when you're going that fast and you turn down, you turn the volume off. Well, then it's like a dream, yeah. It's like, and so you know, it's that that again. It goes back to this thing of like 
are we really being harmed by like by like metal music right and like because you know when we look at the water molecules of like uh, maramanu hiroshi i can't remember his name but you know what i'm talking about oh with ice he did shit with ice where um and he put like symphony music through it he put like metal music through it and you could see like the distortions in the metal music and this and that it's just like all right well fucking let's let's hook this up to let's hook it up to a fucking ryobi power drill and like see what vibration comes through then let's see what, what what formulates in the ice then or whatever and then uh you know put it to like a 60 cycle hum from a guitar right and see what happens so it, it's like it's just you know their their sound and frequency do form they absolutely do form things right it form, doesn't mean anything beyond that no but it can form distorted things and it can form harmonious things yeah it, it's it's chaos and harmony yeah it's right. the entire end of the spectrum like yeah. Like even yesterday, I saw one like on Instagram, like it was a cymatics thing. It's like you see it, you see one symbol, and then right next to it, like somebody cut a tomato in half, yeah. and you can see the the design of the 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 geometric shape of the veins of the tomato are the same as the frequency of the 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 frequency they're running through the 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 size meter, whatever it's called, yeah. and it's like oh that that's the frequency of a tomato. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's it goes it goes to this thing that 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 very old but very true thing as above, so below. Yeah. You know, when you see the picture, when people are like they, and we've said this before, like when somebody uh, highlights a picture of like like a galaxy or a universe or whatever celestial event, and they 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 put it next to the human eye. Yeah. And it's like that's a human eye, yeah. and or like somebody's like they they take a picture up through the trees and how the trees are reaching out and they pay, take a picture of the lungs and you it's yeah. the same exact thing yeah that's what that statement means that statement means as the macrocosm is the microcosm as mm. above so below yeah as within so without so it's it again it comes to the path of knowledge that right there is the path of knowledge it's understanding the mechanics of how this all works not believing that it works knowing how it works it's a very difficult path but that i'm just <laughs> the inquisitive mind that wants to know versus you know well i believe an apple yeah exists because it's there and i pick it off a tree well i want to know how the apple exists yeah you know so right. all that type of stuff that's great, man. Um, you know, I I learned a lot today from what uh, you were discussing here, and and I, I think that like one of the best parts is that uh, we kind of like we landed on some things that we we totally agree on that are I think are so important for the world uh, for people to know, and um, you know, in this humble little podcast you know whoever listens you know take take this information and do something with it but just remember to do something good with it right wouldn't yeah. you agree yeah yeah and, and 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 then just leave it at that you know just um good messages about you know go, digging into the complexity but then boiling it down to something simple people could use yeah and um, I'm glad we actually recapped um, how to do it, right? That's, yeah. that's important. I feel like that was a very professional moment in this podcast that we, uh, we recapped it for everybody. Easy. Don't be reactionary. Yeah, right. So control really, your emotions, right? Really easy to be reactionary. Yeah. So th that's great, man. Um, is there any uh, – well, for coaching, um, are you taking clients? Anything you want to throw out there um, for people if they are in the Philadelphia area? I, uh, Jeff and I are going to be doing, uh, uh, online level two mentorship. Jeffrey Oaks. Yeah. Nice. Saturdays. So wait a minute. What does that mean? If we go online, we see both of you guys at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So Leo. That's, so that's I, I watched, deep. I watched the, the episode you did with Leo and I watched the episode you did with Jeff. Uh, just to pick up any lines of questioning that you know were on that, and so you saw that Leo doesn't doesn't really yeah. teach 
anymore. Right. He just does like certification here and there. Um, and he handed the keys over to, to Jeff and I, since we were in every level two that he ever taught. Yeah. So Jeff and I teach that level two education now. Um, and, you know, it's really interesting. Like Jeff and I were very similar, but we add the right differences from each other's, you know, toolbox to, uh, to just give a really, really good detailed experience of like what, le how huge and vast level two can be for the student. Cause it's something that you're constantly working on. Yeah. Like I remember like you asked, you know, is there going to be a level three? Yeah. Well, why, why well, I need one when you got so much to work on, right? When you really dive into all of the concepts inside level two, um, it's really hard to make a level three. Mm -hmm. I think there is a level three, depending on what I'm doing and what me and Jeff and I are doing, but I can't speak anymore about that. Yeah. Because, um, to keep silent is, uh, one of the things on the path you don't vocalize too much yeah if you vocalize too much yeah you lose it yeah um but that's way down the line right i have to have these direct experiences know every corner of what i'm doing and how to explain it to present this now in like i'm like the journalist over here right i'm digging for answers <laughs> so in my brain what i just heard is you are working on level three <laughs> and it's coming out really soon um so here's what i can say if you think that you've gained all of the education that steel mace flow has to offer you haven't mm. there is more yeah we just haven't taught it yet because we've been putting it into practice ourselves yeah you got to be able to teach it right. by first practicing it and i'm sure that whenever you see me do a, a flow you see me do all these hand gestures before I even start the flow. Yes. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. There's things. Yeah. That, um, there's things. All right. Yeah. So people can, uh, jump on this online course, uh, starting when it starts the, we're going to start it the first, uh, Saturday of March. It's going to be from right, right now we're talking about, uh, doing it from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it's because Jeff and I are, are in the same time zone. So 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturdays. So it's going to be a very deep dive, a two-hour class. Because yeah. we both of us felt like an hour class wasn't actually long enough. Nah. I never felt like an it's hour. too compressed. It rushed. Yeah. because like Especially when that, people have questions. and Yeah. And yeah. when there's, when there's, when there's, you know eight, nine people in a class, I want to try and answer everyone's yeah. questions and give them time to talk and not rush through stuff. Yeah. And the benefit to that is um, there's this person over here who's not asking any questions because they don't know what to ask. Meanwhile, three students over here ask a question that they realize, oh, I should ask that. But they just, that happens. It's a natural it thing. That's why it's really good to be part of something like this because the questions that you should be asking that you forget to ask are being asked by somebody else. Yeah, exactly. And it, that can happen. If you're quiet long enough, somebody might ask the question that yeah. you were trying to ask. But so, don't be afraid to ask questions. No, never be afraid to ask questions, especially to me or Jeff. Um, you know, fuck, we just talked for what, like two hours? Two, like, <laughs> way longer. We're approaching the three hour mark. Yeah. So. I mean, I can, I can go off. Yeah. You know? So yeah, you're, um, so yeah, we're going to do that the Saturdays, uh, in March and April. I think there's just one weekend in April where Jeff won't be available. We'll, we'll be giving everybody like off that weekend, just time to like, you know, recap, whatever. But, um, and on top of that, everybody will get, uh, uh, like an hour session with, with each of us on top of, oh, it's yeah. We're, I mean, we're That's really, great, we man. put a lot, we, we, so then we that means a, a total of three sessions, a, a two hour session and then a one hour and then a one hour. So no, it'll be the, so on the Saturdays in March yeah. from two to 4 PM will be all those Saturdays. Oh, okay. And then there's three weekends in April, two to 4 PM. 
Okay. Okay. Then, sorry, I totally after that. Everyone gets an hour with either of us. That's beautiful because then people can just, tighten up, right? Just they want. to like, yeah. Was there anything that I didn't get to answer for you yeah. during this entire time, or anything that you're stuck on, or whatever it is? We have this time is for you to you know dig into whatever you need to dig into with us or whatever it may be you know or if you just want to like shoot the shit and what, how, you know yeah and how how do people sign up um well so jeff is going to run it through his channel um because he has the whole setup in his room and everything um so basically just get in touch with jeff okay at jeffrey oaks at jeffrey dot oaks i believe uh just look up jeffrey oaks yeah so he's he's going to handle all that stuff um and like i'm just i'm really just there to to assist jeff at jamie pinto the alchemist <laughs> but um yeah so that's that's what we're going to do with 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 level 2 and if what i really suggest is the retakes people that have that did it like 2 years ago um when when it was when it was leo and um he definitely he evolved things as time went on and then Jeff and I just evolved it even more. And we just, we, we, we honed it to a, to a place where we felt that we could teach everything that mattered. And then we're, and not that there's anything that doesn't matter in it, but there's certain things that like in there where it's like, well, you don't really need to focus on this part too much because that's something you can work on in your own time. But here's the things that you need to know to like test out and yeah. like, really nail for yourself and here's some parts where like we don't have to focus so much on this you can dig into this and and refine that over time and it'll be fun but the things that you really need to like get through this and that will benefit your practice in the long run those are the things we focus on that's good man and that's what i wanted to know yeah that's why i kept taking it over and over and over and over and over and again to the point where i could i could recite level two to you in my sleep yeah you know, yeah, like so that, in it. that's that's good. People need to understand this. What you're indicating here is that you're not going to be wasting people's times with, with stupid – not stupid, not, that's not the right word uh, – with things that they can hone on themselves. So this is what you're – what you're explaining is that your teaching practice is very elevated. It's um, very professional. It, it's taking in the people, it, giving them exactly what they need in that space and time. And giving them the tools so they could go off and continue with their education because there's always more to do. Yeah. A lot of, you know, no, no digs at anybody. I'm not, you know, people got to start, you know, uh, in fact, you know, when you guys all started, maybe, you, you know, your, uh, your teaching process wasn't as refined, but it has gotten better. You yeah. guys are like experts at it now. And I could see that and, and I could see that mostly in the people who, you know, they go on Instagram and they're like, Hey, I, I took Jamie Pitto's class. Hey, I took Jeffrey Oaks class. And, uh, you see that they're moving way better than ever. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, you know, I totally, uh, think that if you're interested, people listening, you know, jump on this. Um, I'm sure that you'll have other ones down the line, but why put it off? You know, do, do it now, do it now, no matter where you think you are, because you got to learn at some point. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I guess I encourage like it's, it's even better as like a refresher. Yeah. Like I, the re the reason why I wanted to, the reason why I kept doing this is because I wanted to be the best I possibly could at it. Yeah. That was it. Right. I, it wasn't for, it wasn't for, it wasn't for anything else except that. The love of the game. That's just, it. Just, just like the way you, with your music. Yeah. It's just like, I just, I just wanted to be, the best I could possibly be at, yeah. at this thing and be like, how do I, how, and, and then, and then teach it. I don't think there will ever be a time where I'm not really teaching somebody Mason somebody in some way, shape or form. Right. You just, could do that till you're old and gray. Yeah. And, and, and that goes for, for each of us. It's yeah. just, it's something that like, it's such a, it's such a valuable tool and there's so many applications to it that, I don't want to say it's limitless, but as far as like fitness tools, I don't know. It, it has so many options to it that yeah. it, it kind of outweighs almost every other fitness tool there is out there. Yeah. You know? So I, I, that's, that's why I love it so much. Cause it's like, you don't have to carry a 45 pound kettlebell to the beach. 
can carry the mace to the beach. Yeah. You don't have to carry a 45 pound barbell with two plates to the beach. You can actually, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to put you on the hook here before we actually end this podcast. I wish we could go longer because now I got a whole new subject. I want to discuss with you. Um, You just said something that it's like the greatest tool for fitness. And while you're saying it, I'm thinking about when you're young, when you're old, when you're pregnant, when you're recovering from an injury, when you're just getting over an illness, uh, when you're a power lifter and, you know, you need something to help with just maybe your posture or, or you're just how you're moving in general. What I would love to do is a podcast where we dig into those aspects of steel mace training. Um, oh, I can absolutely how how it how it really you know can be the ultimate tool. Let's really yeah. Let's really sell that. That's I just I can tell you from learning steel mace flow. I got far better at doing barbell. Yeah, I, 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 right. Right. Far, far better doing barbell. And I'm like, like the power lifter, like I'm, my deadlift is better. My yep. squat is better. My press is better. My bench press is better. I don't do Olympic lifting. I don't do like the whole CrossFit thing. I yeah. just never got into it. But the basic lifts yeah. are far better from Steel Mace Flow. And think about maybe another guy we can have on the podcast. We'll do a Zoom call. So we could do it whenever. Maybe me, you, and somebody else. I'm trying to think who's like, who's a good, uh, Somebody different. Somebody like I'm trying to think. Somebody who like bridges mace and and, and like all like heavier stuff. There's a uh, there's a guy that I know. He was he's been on the podcast before. His name is uh, Dan Mason. He's a he's a strong man. I don't know if I saw that one. I haven't seen all. I, I don't know. There's so many Steel Mace Nation podcasts. I yeah. haven't seen them all. I know. Well, I've seen a lot. We're, I haven't seen them all. Right now, there's 208 episodes. Yeah, now. I haven't seen 208. Isn't I, that crazy? I may have, uh, to be very honest, I may have seen about 30 to 40. Yeah. I like There's, there's definitely some, I'm like, who's this person? I watch it and I'm like, I don't know who they are. And I'm like, I'm just going to learn who they are. Yeah. And yeah. I've sat through these interviews yeah. and I'm like, oh yeah, back. <laughs> I don't even remember what we talked about. Like yeah. how, that was back in 2020 or whatever. So look, yeah. look at that. But hey, it's like I said, like play, I can't remember all the shows I've played. Right. Yeah. And all the shows I've I wanna, been to. I, that's the way I want it to be. I'm sure yeah. Joe Rogan's like that. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I talk to sorry people. And that's, you know, that, that's to me, that was time well spent. Yeah. Well, I learn, I learn from all you guys. I learn from these conversations. Yeah. You know, I've, you know, and um, when do you get an opportunity to sit down and just chew the fat for two or three hours with people? You don't do that Not anymore. Not too much. Those days are like almost over now. Not so too much. We're all busy adults. Yeah. All very busy adults. But now I got to go pick up my daughter. Right. So I got to get back to that. I got to go meet Rich. Yeah. So yeah, everybody reach out. Take the Steel Mace Flow to class with Jamie Pinto and Jeffrey Oaks. And follow Jamie if you're interested in his music. Um I'm sure you're going to be posting something up every once in a while, right? You got to give us something. <laughs> um, and then whenever he drops the album, he drops the album. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> All I right, know. I try and do the best I can. All right. Thanks for coming, man. Absolutely. Take care, everybody.